Before we get started with the fun today, I would like to step aside for a moment to share some thoughts. Many of our listeners who are aware of world events in March 2022 well know how bitter this winter has been for the people of Europe and especially the people of Ukraine. I believe I speak for each of us at the table when I say that we deplore the aggression of Russian leadership and we certainly offer our sympathies for the casualties on both sides of this unprovoked and unnecessary war. With that said, it may seem like the timing of our story's events taking place in a country that's based on Russian elements is odd. I'd like to note that we recorded the episodes about this part of the story prior to the start of hostilities, but we here at Stack of Dice like to look at it another way. Our story now centers around a fierce and growing resistance, aiming to reclaim its rightful land and repel a grasping tyrant. And we believe this is a fitting tribute to the tenacious fighters, who are rightly and resolutely defending their homeland in Ukraine. Michael and I are both veterans, and our wives are both familiar with the care and concern that comes along with that life. It's easy for us to feel a kinship with these fighters, both trained and civilian, who now find themselves in a dire situation. It's been an example to us to see your strength. To further honor the bravery of the Ukrainian people, I'm going to make a slight change that speakers of the language might appreciate. The name of the resistance in our game was Sekretny Noz, which means hidden knife in Russian, but I'm going to alter it to Sekretny Niz, the Ukrainian word. And to the real heroes, we say, Nechai the Podolayesh, may you overcome. We welcome your thoughts through any of our social media avenues. And speaking of social media, uh, we now have a Discord server. And if you look at our Twitter feed, right there at the very top in our profile area, or I've pinned a tweet for now, this is again March of 2022, uh, I've pinned a tweet that has the information in it. So if you're interested at all in participating in conversations with both Stackadice and fellow stackers in real time, feel free to drop in and get to know everyone. But I thought we weren't supposed to be sewing Discord. Oh. That's only in the church. <laughs> and I think you'll be excited to know. Let me just get this set here. We have a picture. So if you will check your phones, I just texted you. Where's uh, the picture? In your text. Oh, oh nice. Dude. Oh, this is in the ship. That's right. Yeah. And this is when you're fighting <gasps> the ghost you, in your Halloween oh. episode. Look at the detail on your whip. Farron. Mm-hmm. Girl. You got the blades along the, the end Very of it. cool. And this is from our fan Drawings and Dragons on Twitter. And I'll post this in the show notes for some really neat artwork. Dude, this is going on Instagram. This is very, yeah. very good. Hey, did you yeah, see very, Star Stones over yep, there? Yeah. Yes. Floating yes. in the background. I yeah. love all the details. Yes. Yeah. So this will be going up on Discord, on Twitter, on Instagram, all of our places that we reside on the internet. And thank you very much for taking the time to share this. Uh, it's been a little bit of back and forth to get things right. And uh, it's it's been neat seeing this come together. This is an amazing picture. I mean, I even have a hard time visualizing yeah. this stuff and we're doing the game. And then for right. someone to be listening and then the, to, to draw this, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we are open to animated series if anyone wishes to take on this story and turn it into an yeah, animated series. Yeah, this picture did have kind of a Lord of the Rings yeah, vibe to yeah. it, right? With the with the, uh, the, ro- the with the rotoscope, yeah. Yeah, and I love the details of the whips. Yeah, the whip, the whip, and the uh, the hand axes. Yeah, yeah both of them in there. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. That was really neat. So thank you very much. We appreciate you taking the time to share your skill with us. I, I just thought that was a really really neat picture. Thank you for sharing. 
And if you have artwork of your own stackers, feel free to share it with us. Again, we'd love to hear from you on Twitter and Instagram at stackodice or by email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. And feel free again on our Discord. We have an art and such section where you can come in and drop your artwork, poetry, whatever artistic things you have done and want to share with us. And then we have a review. All sorts of fun stuff happening this week. So I'm going to give this to Meredith. Yay! To pass on to Michael. No. (laughs) (laughs) We have a five-star review from Dancing Debbie. Excellent family-friendly adventure. Our family has been listening since the first episode. We love the storytelling and how everyone shares in the narration. The first few episodes were a little rough. Amen. Not lying. (laughs) But it quickly became a top-notch production. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, Dancing Debbie, for sharing that with us. We appreciate any ratings and reviews. If you haven't yet done so, please take a moment to do that. It really helps us and gets the word out about our show. If you've enjoyed it, chances are someone else will. Tell your friends. And we'd love to see more stackers join us at the table. With that, I'm Rhett, the DM. And as we continue our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure, I'm joined by... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Wamberbash Bensonmum. And Catherine as Farron. Who is ready to tell a story? <laughs> Me! Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. My name is Dieter Darkhand, Destroyer of Darkness. I am here to offer my wonderful services. I hear you have a problem down in the valley below. Allow me to be of assistance, if you would. And with that, the minstrel begins striking up on his little boxy instrument again. He pauses and his eyes go wide and he puts his hand over his heart. (laughs) He says, be still. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, behave. What, dear creature, is your name? Tira. Tira. I hear bells ringing in the heavens. Okay, stop right there. Wumberbash uh, is devouring the last part of his core of his of his pair, mm-hmm. and um, he walks over to Tor- Torkovets. Torkovets. Mm-hmm. What what what's what's the next? What do we do? That is what I wanted to talk with the group about tonight. Come, let's let's go over and join the table. Dieter is regaling the people with yet another story, and then as Torkovets sits down, something about his stolidity, his calm demeanor causes Dieter to pause for a moment and he sits back again leaning closer to the uh, to the warmth of the fire that's going under this shelter and he sits back with a, a smile playing around his mouth I have just come back from Seragavan and I have made the acquaintance of these fine people we of course have heard of your exploits from down south we are pleased to have you in our company We have discovered some interesting weaknesses in the city. And so this should be a time of council where we will plan our attack because we need to save our brethren for the greater fight. Subtlety is not my fault. Clearly. However, I do have an idea. 
What if a group of you were to go into the city ahead of time? Infiltrate, as it were. Get in position. Take over the prison first. I create the distraction at the gate to draw the bulk of the forces there. I take on whatever comes at me. You do your thing. We all come away exactly where we want to be. How does that sound? It's in the bullseye. It's but just, it's just, it's uh, just sort of off-center. Well, then that, that's it. He, 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 made, he made the deal. Kissy, kissy. <laughs> okay. You're in the camp. Dieter is lounging on a hay bale, munching on some food. Harold is somewhere nearby. Somewhere in the background, you can hear his balalaika strumming. And uh, the camp is just astir with camp activities. Tira has stormed off after being shown up by Dieter with that display with the arrow and the five bullseyes. She stormed off back to where, like the table area, and is just kind of angrily stuffing her face. Because she didn't eat while everybody else was eating. Mm -hmm. All right. Tearing into whatever kind of chicken legs or whatever they've got there. I don't know what they had. I forgot. Mainly soup. Mm-hmm. stews and things to, again, stretch the food up here in this right. distant place. Didn't we uh, rest? You're basically resting right now. You're in the midst of low-level activity, but certainly sleep is pressing on you mm-hmm. in these evening hours. I'm just going to go to bed. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> want to say it that way. Oh, that's I'm staying for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm going to go to bed. That happened. Oh, um... Well, because I'm looking over at Meredith's character sheet, and she has minus 19. I'm like, why? Mine's clear. Warmer Bashes is clear. And I'm like, what happened? Well, Did Michael- the kiss affect you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she took minus 19 on that kiss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Michael had already gone ahead and like uh, erased all his stuff. Because we said we were going to be doing yeah. a long rest. And, and I then did too. At the, yeah. And see, so at the end, I remember asking Rhett, so we, are we counting a long rest? He says, well, not yet. So I, I didn't erase my stuff, but Michael already had, you already had. I mean, I guess I can go ahead if we're considering that. I mean, I wouldn't even know how many hit points I had. Right, right, right. At this point. So it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. You feel the weariness of really a, a long day's worth of travel. Uh, You came through the portal in the morning, several episodes ago, made your way down into the valley, caught up with Torgovets, went into the city, did a scouting mission, and then the long ride up to the mountain on the other side of the valley uh, to the evening time now. So it's been a long day of a lot of activity and a lot of uh, tension on you, really. And actually, if we're planning on doing something the next day, I guess obviously I wouldn't be going to bed yet. But is that the plan? Because I can't remember if we were planning tomorrow, this is what we're going to do. Well, really, what I would like for you to do is talk through your actual plan okay. in camp. And go. <laughs> Maybe you guys can come over to me when you see me anger eating and we can discuss there. What, is this the next morning? No, well, I think no. it's still, still, still evening. Oh, still I, I'm okay. going to put the sleeping on hold. Yeah. Okay. We'll, okay. we'll get there. We'll just, um, we need a plan first. So, we can, so if our plan is to attack at first light or whatever, we can do that. Yeah, I will set the scene by saying darkness has now fallen in this remote mountain meadow. Uh, is though, the midnight hour close at hand? It is. It is. Those who are still up and moving have skins draped over their shoulders against the cold. You see your breath frosting in the air. 
it's more comfortable to huddle under the skin shelters uh, near the, the low fires that are burning. And of course, the smell of food is in the air, low hum of conversation, but generally speaking, the camp is settling down for the night. If you guys were any kind of friends, you would come over and see if I was okay after that ordeal, but whatever. Well, I'm I, having a hard time picturing where 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 I am in relationship to you, even. You were all over style. by the bull, like by the by the arrow making stuff with the bullseyes and stuff. I, I, I'm picturing it as all being. I don't think the camp is terribly big and spread out. Right. Yeah, uh, you did see Tira go stumping off after she slapped Dieter, so you know where she is. Yeah, Wamberbash is a weirdo. Like, I mean, he did, it doesn't occur to him to even. Uh, I'll follow like a Farron goes over there, but it's okay. not really to console her. So, what are you doing in the meantime? Then I'm still eating. Oh, but I, just... I grabbed something and was like like eating it while I was watching, and okay. I'm just gonna head back over to the table gotcha. and continue eating. I'm gonna uh, tap him on the shoulder and say, "Bash, let, let's go talk to Tira." To, because I saw her, you know, yeah, stomp def- off. Definitely. And she's like, definitely he's dealing like, with why? something. <laughs> Bash is like, trust me, man, you don't want to talk yeah, to yeah, her. I, she's I, in I the don't, state. I don't even want to be around her. No, me. I know. And actually, that's a fair point because, but, <laughs> yikes. I mean, I just Wait, made a face we need a picture. for all the we listeners. Need- <laughs> yeah, we need that picture of Catherine. Um, but you, even if you don't want to come over and console me, you know, we've got to get our, our story straight. Yeah. That's why I want to go over. Cause I just want to figure out what in the world we're doing and are we including, uh, Dieter okay. in, in our plans? <laughs> what? I'm walking. Okay. How long does it take? I mean, let's start. Let's start yeah. the conversation. Uh, you start. <laughs> I'm Wamberbash, dude. I'm only like looking at my food and eating at this point. I saw. All of this, right? I yes. saw the whole yeah. commotion. The, you, the you, were laugh- you were it's laughing. Like, at like, me. I don't know. Like, I saw her stomping off, but I saw everything. So, yes. mm-hmm. Tira, <laughs> as I say, as I'm approaching Tira, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really sorry about all that. We, I wish it didn't happen. Who does that guy think he is? <laughs> I know we got to shake it off because we ha- we we got to figure out what what are we doing for these people. Well, whatever it is, I don't want to include that jerk. Actually, he did a pretty good job hitting those bullseyes. Whose side are you on, Bash? I'm just saying he might he might be a a good person to help us. Yeah, we might have to use him in our strategy. Are you gonna eat that? Yes. There's plenty of food at hand. <laughs> He's looking around. Like, Bash goes and grabs some more. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Dieter brought his bags full of crud. I mean, he obviously has some skill, Tira, so we need to give him that. But who is he? How did he know how to get here? For all we know, he is a spy. We need to get those people out of that prison. Definitely. And for all these people know, we could be spies. We just met them, too. I think I have an idea. What is it? If If I shrink down really small... I might be able to fly into the prison, and I might be able to help from inside. I think that's a really good idea. I mean, obviously, we should use uh, the whistles as a distraction to get yeah, the guards yeah. to go in another direction. Yeah, that's a good idea. This is a little bit meta, but um, can he shrink down and still use his, um, what's it called, his telepathy at the same time, or are those two are those mutually exclusive powers? Why would you ask him and not me? I don't think they're mutually exclusive. So here's the deal. So with my special uh, use of the nine, I can combine both shrinking and flying. 
Okay. My mental telepathy doesn't use psi points, okay. so I, I can still do that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, but it's only one way. I can talk to people, but they can't right, talk back to me. No, okay. All right. I will, I will ask him. I'm worried about us splitting up, though. I mean, if you, if you shrink down and fly in, will you still be able to at least use your telepathy to tell us where you are and how it's going? I, I have to be able to see them, though. I, I, I can't just think about speaking to somebody. I have to be able to see them. <gasps> Tira, what about your helm of telepathy? How does that work? That really only gives me the ability to plant suggestions in other people's minds, or I can sometimes get a sense of what somebody near me is thinking. I have to double check that and see if I have to be able to see them too. Let me double check that real quick. <laughs> you can focus your mind on a creature you can see within 30 feet. So it's okay. a pretty limited range. Let me go back to um, Mine, mine's suggestion. 120 That's feet. all right. I have another suggestion okay. after this. And then suggestion. <laughs> We've always been talking about it too. Yeah. The, and again, suggestion. <laughs> That's true. We can all I take mean, it and then I'll be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everybody. But, but, that, but again, that's only within like a 20 foot. Like in other words, we have to be, we're not going to be shouting. You, why do you think we whistle for our kids? Because whistles carry better than voices. Yeah. Um, yeah. Suggestion is also, I have to be able to see the person who I'm trying to plant a suggestion in their mind. So those are both pretty limited as far as who it works with. But even if I get in there, how, how are we going to get these people out? Like I told Torgovets. The ground floor is going to be incredibly hard to penetrate. It's made of ironstone. Um, but the upper floors are just plain old limestone. Or we could try the going underneath it route. Should I try growing really big and destroying the wall like I did the last time? <sighs> That's a it's risk. Still above, yeah, and it's still above the actual prison units. Aren't they being held underground? Ooh. I believe they are, yes. Um, well, what's the upper floor then? Barracks, right? Or something like that? No. He's not Guards, interrogation, <laughs> supplies. Living quarters. Torture chamber. <laughs> Weapons, maybe? I mean, they can maybe, have all kinds of things maybe. up there. I would say maybe reserve the giant form for after the engagement has begun because we need to know just a little bit more than we already do before a frenzy starts. That warden did not seem to care about the prisoners at all. Mm -hmm. And the minute he sees, I mean, even by the time he sees you coming, he's probably going to raise the alarm. Although their alarm was faulty. Well, what if we create a dangerous situation for the guards then instead and so that they would evacuate for their own safety, rather I could, than... I could start a fire. Yeah. That roof was really dry, remember? Well, that was it. That was at the barracks. Oh, We're yeah, talking about the prison. Right. The prison is 100% stone. Oh, yeah. Even the, even the roof? I didn't ask about the roof. But I would just... I mean, a prison is usually going to be the, the more fortressy of the... It had a flat roof to it. Had it had a flat roof, so I'm okay. assuming it's just stone all the way through. Mm. There's not much that's flammable on the outside of the building. If Bash were to fly in small, I suppose he could start a fire from the inside, but even then. What about a, creating some kind of a odor that would maybe seem like Wumberbash? No, 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 like, like, <laughs> no. like it's toxic or mm -hmm. something. Yeah, we could actually open I, up the gas know. valves and create a gas leak. <laughs> and actually blow it up. Yeah, let's just blow it up. Uh, 
Well, I'm I not. Def- I'm not sure if that would. With the sewers right below it, it already smells pretty foul in there. Yeah. Well, I do know we have to do something covertly uh, long enough for us to get the prisoners out Ma- safely. Maybe I should just go in there and, and look first and then come back and talk to you all about so it. So reconnaissance first. I suppose so. We need to move as quickly as possible, but I just wasn't able to find out what I wanted to find out when I went in there. So why don't we have, uh, Bash, why don't you fly in there, I don't know, after we have a, after we rest up a bit, and then you can just go on your own. We can get up. Small. We can get up before it's light and just go down there, the three of us. It was hours away. Ah, stink. By oxen-drawn wagon. Right, but I could could fly there in a shorter period of time. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, You can go straight line. You were not moving very fast at all. That's true. In the wagon. So I'll go first thing in the morning, and I then guess. Uh, I really, I, just, I really hate to send you all by yourself, yeah, but you'd too. be able to get there and back the fastest. And if you're small like you were when you should went to the gate, should be undetectable. Undetectable, really, should be, but we'll okay. see. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't remember about windows or anything else. So once I get there, I'll have to ask those questions of what I see. But. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, should we let? Torkovitz know what we're planning. Maybe he can yes. also go down and at least be there. He can be and at the outskirts of town. Happens, he'll know. Yeah. He'll be able to come back and tell us. Yeah, maybe he can stay at the outskirts of town. Actually, we might want more people. In other words, we might want to have everything ready. So when I come back with whatever intelligence, Absolutely. then would, maybe we could just start it or do it. Absolutely. I was I was just going to say kind of out of yeah. character that we should move on to then also having the plan, like maybe two plans depending on what you come back with. So um, is the is it in the middle of the city, the barracks? No. I'm not the oh, barracks, the- but the prison. Yes. Okay. So why don't we have two small groups split up to one side, but a separate from each other by at least 200 feet, and maybe blowing the whistles to get people to come to those areas, therefore making it less... Mm-hmm. Less, you know, uh, soldiers are in and around that, the middle of the city. So you're saying tomorrow we're going to have this in place. I think we should just go tomorrow to check it out and come back and plan. Okay. Because, but well, I here, think here's the deal. We it, don't want to send you alone. So we should still let some of these folks aware. The problem is, is we plan. don't know how long they're going to keep the prisoners, and his son is one of them. And uh, we think that it's, they're going to come into some danger or death imminently, I thought. From the last conversation I remember. Well, then let's present these options to Torgovitz and let him decide since it's his son's That's true. I don't know that we have the authority to just go in and tell him what we're going to do. Yeah. He seems a capable leader from what we've seen so far. He deserves to be in on this plan. We'll call him over here. I'll get him. She throws down her spoon. Are we going to have Neuter be a part of this thing, this conversation (laughs) too? Neuter? Or what is his name? Dieter. 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 (laughs) Not now. Okay. I think when Torgovitz enters the conversation, he might be like, well, what about... Dieter yeah. has a brother. His name I'm is I'm like, Dieter. listen, he'll just do what we tell him to do. We need to strategize first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Tira throws her spoon down and goes to find Torgovitz. It takes a while. You meander through the camp, looking at various campfires, and then finally find him. He is sitting at a small fire that's burning near where Dieter is lounging, and he's talking quietly with him. You can tell that he's trying to get to know him some. I was hoping to pull him away unseen by Dieter. I mean, that's okay. You're so biased. Do you like this guy? He's a clown. 
Love believes all things. Watch, watch him grill in there and just straight up take people out. Shut then she's going to be like, mouth. Oh, nope. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> probably, that would probably make her even madder. As you roll up on the two of them, mm-hmm. Torquevets is sitting cross-legged on the ground on one side of the fire. Dieter is actually leaning. He's sitting on the hay bale, but he's leaning forward intently looking at Torquevets as they are speaking. Their voices are quiet, although Dieter's voice carries through the gloom. And as he sees you approach, step into the firelight, he sits up with a smile. Ah, welcome. She's going to ignore that and just address herself straight to Torgovitz. So she's actually going to lean down to the ear opposite of the side that Dieter is They're directly across the fire from each other. Oh, okay. Well, then she's just going to... Yeah, you can whisper. Yeah. Speaking low, hoping that only Torgovitz can hear... My friends and I are back over here a ways, and we think we have a plan. We would like your opinion of it. Would you mind coming back with me? I would be glad to. Sir, I wish to take my leave of you. Have a good evening. Sleep well. He gets up and he bows stiffly, and then he comes along behind you, Tara. As soon as we get away from the firelight and we are walking away... What do you make of Dieter? He seems very capable. Does he really? Tira, I have had to learn many things in a very short time. One of these is how to tell whom to trust. And after talking with him, I feel I can trust him. Is he an oaf? Yes. But a strong one. She's going to bite her tongue for the moment. She has a growing respect for Torgovitz and certainly doesn't want to insult him, particularly when they're about to discuss their plans. Mm-hmm. And she wants to enlist his help in their ideas. So she may just imperceptibly shake her head mm-hmm. a little bit as they continue back towards the tables. Have a seat. Good evening. He nods to both of you. I nod back. <laughs> Tip of the hat. <laughs> You said you've heard of us before we met. Yes. May I ask what kind of things you've heard? We have heard of the deeds of Tira and Wamberbash and one named Peter in their fight to help deliver a people to the south. Tales spread like fire, and we have heard of other outlandish stories, difficult to believe. But having seen what I have so far, I am inclined to believe. The outlandishness of some of the stories you've heard about us is no doubt due to the fact that we have help. Wumberbash and Farron, in particular, have extraordinary powers that were given to them specifically for this task. We'd like to employ some of these powers in our plan to liberate the prisoners. And she's going to indicate to Bash. We are in need of this. I mean, I, I, can, I can get in there. Um, I think I'll have to look around to see what it's like on the inside. Um, and then I can come back and tell you what I found. But we have seen the prison. We know how heavily guarded it is. These must be powers indeed for you to be able to get in there. I don't understand. Yeah, I can get, I can get in. Why don't you just <laughs> Why can't you just explain? tell him what you plan to do? Bash, why don't you just explain to him? Well, didn't um, he? This is an aside. 
But didn't he see? No. The no. one inch? No. No, 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 because he went off to the alley by the gate before he did that. He mm-hmm. ducked into the alley, shrunk down, and yeah. went. Torgovet stayed, stayed by in the, the market. Car. If we're about to have yeah. a long rest, I can actually do it. Go for it. All right, so I'm going to put down my food. and um, Oh, goodness, it's about yeah. to get real. Describe. Oh, that's awesome. I think that's a great that way is a to great do idea. it, Michael. Dude, does he have inspiration? Give him inspiration. Give him some points. Give him inspiration. Norse, Norse okay. battle. Let's do it. Hey! Inspiration. Okay, bam, yeah. All right, I'm going to spend, uh, I can spend nine at a time, but let's see. So flying is five, and... Um, I should re- wait to see his I should release my stone and then have, like, all my weapons start <laughs> going. Fair, <laughs> <laughs> it like this, like... Okay, here's... Throw a- it, come yeah. <laughs> And Tyr <tear> just goes... <laughs> As your mom floats on your shoulder. Right, she's like, hit me, hit me. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I have to attack somebody in order for that to happen. Dieter. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend seven. Technically, I already did. I'm going to spend... Wait, wait, True. Yeah, I'm going to spend seven side points, and that gives me uh, flight, so I'll give my wings, and I'll also uh, go down to miniature form, which is six inches, but it'll get the it'll get the point across. And these are happening simultaneously. Why don't you yeah. describe it? Yeah, so I'm gonna put my uh, <laughs> I'm gonna put my food down, and I'm gonna look at them, and immediately my eyes cross, and I start shaking, and snot starts to come Stop out of my it. nose. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> happens. no, um, I'm just going to um look at again Wamberbash is awkward so sure. i'm going to put my my thing down and again my shoulders come up and my head goes down a little bit and i'm going to look at all three of you and then i'm just going to put my head down and next thing you know all of a sudden my body starts to shrink down and the clothes around me just start to crumble down and and, and basically i'm going to i'm sitting on a bench essentially yeah. right mm-hmm. uh i essentially disappear out of view and you'll see me like just hop up in and, your collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to crawl up onto the table and just be standing there. Now, I'm, I'm buck naked. Yeah. So. And, but I have wings, and I'm just going to, like, bat my wings and, and flutter and stay there, like, like hover there over the table. Torgovets is stunned. At first, there's no movement. It seems like the entire camp meadow has gone absolutely dead quiet. Now, obviously, this is happening in the shelter of this little tent, so... This is probably just your your senses being focused and honed on this very moment. But it seems as though the entire world outside that tent drops away. And I'm telling you, I could get in there. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> no, it's not. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Torgovets reaches out his hand. His eyes are wide. I'll, I'll fly over to his hand and just like kind of like just drop down into his hand and stand there. He pulls his hand in close and just looks at you. Stunned, too stunned to say anything. And then he looks at you, Tira, and Farron. You all have this power? Why didn't you tell me you had- <laughs> <laughs> No, only Womberbash has that particular ability. But you all have powers like this. Yes, we all have something. I don't know what to say. And he gives a Bump to his hand to put you back in All right, the I'm going to fly over onto the ground, and I'm going to grow back up, and my Inside wings, your clothes. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. No, that would be- Wings fall, that would be <laughs> wings fall off, and I'll be standing there. I'm just going to go and put my clothes yeah, back sure. yeah. <laughs> You're like a nat 20 on a dex. <laughs> we should really get you some nanotech. We should get you some nanotech. I like the cold breeze. <laughs> his knees almost give out on him, and he sits down on one of the benches there at the table, and he- Puts his head down on his hand, but there's there's a slow, spreading smile on his face as he begins to realize the importance of what he's just seen. I know this is a lot to take in, 
um, it has taken us a while to become used to this new power and to figure out how to use it appropriately. But that's exactly what you've heard. All the great things you've heard of us doing, we're all due to this power. And we only use it for that. You are truly heroes. Tira just... More like... Tira, yeah. Because <laughs> no, 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 that's no, how no. Tira is like... <laughs> Tira likes well, that. I, well, but she's a folk hero. She's not... She doesn't go being a she's hero. She's not Dieter. Exactly. She doesn't go to, go being a hero so people will be like, wow, you're awesome. She just yeah. wants to help. Yeah. Yeah. Tira shakes her head humbly, doesn't say anything to that. What is your plan then? You're the strategist. <laughs> don't forget the whistle. Tell like, our plan. Like once I, yeah. When we talk about the intelligence, but as a separate part, mm-hmm. maybe to get everybody away, tell them about the whistles. Well, first we want to uh, go on a, a reconnaissance mission. And just get mm-hmm. Bash in, in his small form. And he can go smaller than that. Uh, just to get into the prison and see exactly what our eyes can't see. And then come back to us and give us the full picture. And at that point, I know part of our plan is to use the whistles that I made oh, to create whistles. a distraction. <laughs> they were so beautiful. Those they were stupid, on point, right? <laughs> Yes, we take have, them out of this camp and never bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> we need those whistles back from the children. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, to use those whistles to create a distraction uh, to pull the, the military away from the prison as much as possible, whatever our plan will be. But we, we do need that intelligence from Bash on what the inside of the prison looks like. Absolutely. There are many lives at stake. Many lives. And that's part of the reason why we wanted to make sure that you were okay with doing reconnaissance first, because I know that your son is there, and we appreciate that you want to get him out as soon as possible, but it might take a little more time uh, to do it right. I do not think the people of this camp would be ready to move in less than two days. You have tomorrow for your reconnaissance. If you think that is enough time, I am more than happy to see you do this. I think that will be perfect, actually. Bash can head out for the prison at first light, and we can spend the day preparing while he's away, so that as soon as we get that last piece of the puzzle, we can put it into action. I think this is a good plan. The best we can come up with. It gives us the best hope of success, with the greatest chance of minimal loss. I like it. Let's do it. Now, all of that said, we're not 100% comfortable sending Bash all alone. So would it be possible for our small group from the camp to go at least go into the city, into the town? What is it? City, town? City. Into the city uh, with an understanding of kind of what's going on so that if something does go wrong, they can report back to us and we'll know Bash needs help. I can send two with you, at least to guide you there. And the three of you, I think five would be sufficient. Do you agree? Yeah. Yes, Yes, I think that should be fine. At first light, then, unless you want to go sooner? No, I need to no, rest. And by the way, I can only do those nine at a time uh, once a day. So when I use it once that day, I can't use it again. Until mm-hmm. Gotcha. There is a low whistle. It sounds very much like the 
whistle that preceded your arrival in camp, and there is a small commotion from the western edge of the camp. There will be more coming in, says Torgovets. Will you excuse me? Absolutely. Can we accompany you? Absolutely. Come, come. At this time of night, I expect this to be more stragglers. They've been running this camp forever. He just seems alarmed. The whistle just means, oh, we see someone coming. It might be. Yeah, no, I know. (laughs) We're overthinking it, probably. You make your way through the camp past Dieter's fire. And sure enough, they are coming out of the woods as a small group of mostly women and children led by guards in the woods. Many of them have red, swollen eyes from crying, and all of them look absolutely travel-worn and exhausted. A few of them have dirt smudges across their faces. Their clothing is ripped and ragged. There's even a little girl that's holding on to one of the guard's hands. And as soon as she sees firelight and shelter, she lets go of the guard's hand and stumbles over, and she actually bumps into you, Womberbash, and grabs onto your hand. I'm going to use both hands to, like, help stable her. All right, she's stable, but she... Once she's recovered her balance, she wraps her arms around your leg and burrows her face into your robes. Is it skins or robes? Skins, yeah. Skins. And you feel the warmth of her pressed against your leg. Okay, I'm going to walk her over to the table where there's a fire as well and maybe offer her something to eat. Okay. She gratefully accepts that. In the dim light of the fire flickering nearby, you see that she's probably eight or nine years old. Um, with hazel eyes and wavy brown hair. She looks very tired also. One of her arms clutches a little rag doll that's tucked under her arm. In spite of that, she's still holding on to your robes. But with the other, she's attacking a piece of meat. <laughs> Tira, Farron, anything you want to do? I lean over to Torgovet and ask, Where are these coming from? All over. Are they refugees? Or are they members of this camp? Refugees. More of the reavers' depredations are leading to burnt villages and destroyed crops, such as they are at this time of year. Slaughtered animals. These are those who could make it away. They come from throughout the mountains as the reavers' patrols go and take everything they can get their hands on, as you have seen. This is what is left. This is why we must win. While that conversation is going on, I'm helping to usher the the people to the fires, to food, and just kind of helping along, taking Bash's lead. And, yeah, and, and even Dieter has uh, gotten up from his fire. He's come over. He's he's lifting the heaviest of the loads. He's also guiding people over, and his voice is subdued for him, although it's still echoing throughout the camp. But uh, the the people seem appreciative. Tira, we have to do something for these people. I I was like this little one here at one time. I, I don't want anything like what she, happened to me to them. Yeah, she crawls up on your lap and even runs a finger through one of the locks of your hair and is tugging on it. Tira is so deeply affected. All she can do is nod her agreement. She feels that tightness in her throat and is blinking back. Sympathetic and angry tears. The child in your arms curls up, and as she does, her head presses against you. She's got your hair still with the one hand, but the other one is is patting you on the arm. When suddenly there's another loud sound, the fire crackles or something, and she gasps and, and yanks, and you feel a, 
a pull on your head. It hurts momentarily, but uh, she's very startled. She starts to cry. So he puts a piece of bread in her mouth. (laughs) Shut up, kid. (laughs) Tiro puts a hand on her head. Because I, I figured since Beth just talked to me, I'm See, standing right there. Tight, yeah. More tightly or something. So Tira will lay a hand on the child's head and, and soothe her hair and just say, shh, you're all right now. The whimpering subsides. And after a moment, she seems to fall asleep. Now, does she have family? Or is it just... There doesn't seem to be anybody who resisted her leaving. Wow. She might be on her own. So sad. And the night passes. And I think that's where we're going to end this episode. You will get the effects of a long rest. Yes. Hit points, side points, spell slots, hit dice that have been used. All that gets restored. Have you read all of what the luck point gives you, by the way? I have not. Okay, I'm going to give you this because you need to see how the luck point can be used simply just besides taking something over or doing a roll over again. It's interesting. In other words, we can make Rhett roll over again. Yeah, right. that I saw, but uh, let, me, let me... Depending on the thing. situation. Although I've never used it in that capacity. No, you haven't. I could have probably, but I forgot that it was Yeah, I forgot that was a thing. Because I was looking at it the other day and I'm like, wait a second! <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> I'm going to give you three experience points each for your role playing and your planning. I think that sounds like a solid plan. And I'm impressed. <laughs> he thinks I was finished reading that. He oh. thinks I'm a fast reader. Sorry. <laughs> No, I was. I mean, it's only two words. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm like, you think I got through that tiny paragraph in, in you know ninety seconds like a normal person would? But I'm a really Michael slow. does read really. I'm fast. a really slow reader because so I like I, I say read. It in my it, yes, exactly. I had never learned that idea of just kind of like taking in the general meaning. Yeah. At a glance, I, I could I'd be a terrible speed reader. Like I could never learn speed reading yeah, I because skim. I want to read every single word and I say it out loud in my head. I can skim if Justin I have Bieber. to. Never say never. <laughs> I know I can skim if I have to, but my job requires me to read every word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it for the Norse battle, Michael. Oh, did you give him well, that he got inspiration? Yeah, he got inspiration. We mentioned okay. that that was a fantastic idea yeah. to say, like, old, you know what? Especially considering that was very Womber bashy because he is not the wordy explainer. Like, instead of just telling him, well, you see, yes. I have this ability to shrink down and I can sprout wings and I can do all these things, he just, like, I'm just, yeah. He probably wouldn't have even said, let me show you. He would just put it on, like, Psh. Yeah, I totally agree because yeah. Tira would be explaining everything. Well, you see. Yeah, that, like I did, like, like my buildup. I was like, <laughs> I gave him this whole huge speech and I was like, Wumberbash? And he just kind of goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, love it. so that was very, very good. Um, but then he should have like minus experience points taken what? away because he was cold and mean to that little girl. <laughs> I he was, was not. not. He's just awkward. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't I know love how to. How Rhett totally set you up with. Oh, she she pulls your hair and she starts crying and he looks at you like, "What are you gonna do?" And you just kind of go. <laughs> but then you know what? Then he should get extra points for that because he's playing his that's, character. Yeah, that's what that's what Wombabash would do. He, so he I'm voting know. extra points for character. You're just role saying playing. that because he's your husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one. Okay. Oh, come on. Cool. Thanks. Now, I did like Tira's interaction with Torgovitz. Oh, go, uh, when she For was, one point. <laughs> when, she was, when she went to go grab him? Like, went to go get yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Um, for combat... No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
Was it your suggestion, Farron, that we shouldn't just send Bash all by himself, that we should have people at least within earshot so that we kind of have a I don't know. I think relay system back I think he may have brought wrong. it up first, I but up I first. made sure that it was brought up when we talked to Torgovitz. But it's fine. Okay, fine. Oh, no, you it's not fine, actually. I do need say, points what because I'm 28, about? only 28 <laughs> yeah. points in. So yeah. I get an extra point for being here? Yes. <laughs> you get one point for presence. <laughs> way to, I'm actually taking it. Way to be presence. <laughs> well, let's hear a recap then. Hmm. Okay. Tira is 61 points into level 12. Wamberbash is 62 points into level 12. Wow. Farron is 32 points into level 12. Great. Way to go. And obviously big things on the horizon. So next time we need to be ready for a, uh, a reconnaissance mission. Looking forward to that and seeing where that all takes us. And we hope you'll join us here again next time right here at Stack of Dice. Dieter. Dieter Darkland. Hand. Oh, I can't read my writing. <laughs> First of all, why are you speaking that way? I don't know. Um, I can't read my writing. It's like, what the? So, okay. <laughs> I'm a little crazy. <laughs> why do you always have to cross oh, your no, eyes when you're that. doing an accent? You go to do an accent, he's like... <laughs> I'm just imitating Catherine. <laughs> I didn't do that, did I? No. Is no right here. <laughs> where is my. Where is. Where is my. Where are, where are, it's gonna be a good recording. <laughs> I mean, we got recording. I can't record. even say recording. I'm like, it's gonna be a good recording. <laughs> good recording. Oh. <laughs> Something is incorrect. I can't even use this. This is absolutely useless. The new one I printed? Dumb. I just wanted to waste paper and ink. Man. My document is like missing whole sections of what the old one had. All right, you know what? I can take this last page at the very least. <laughs> the one that on has the, the, the least the amount of stuff printed on it. And this is just garbage. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> this one has a coffee stain on it, which I'm trying to figure out how that, that happened. Coffee? <laughs> no, that's got to be tea. But you always put it on a saucer, so I don't understand how that exactly. happens Exactly. I don't have tea without a saucer. That's but why I, I know I this is not a tea stain. I didn't put Coffee mug okay. on your well, papers. Well, that's, that's, that's your story. <laughs> Not even close to those stupid papers. Yeah, you don't even let her. You don't even let her lean her phone against your pencil. So I don't think she. 